After a decade of gathering women together for prayer, we are inspired to bring our words of encouragement to you. This is iRefresh. Welcome to iRefresh, where we empower ordinary women to do extraordinary things through the power of prayer and God's Word. Mm -hmm. I'm Carrie Kittinger, and I've got with me Patty Gerstenberger, mm -hmm. and I've got with me Maggie Bond. We're so glad you're here, Maggie. Thank you for having what me. What a delight to have you. And I know Carrie and I have been so inspired learning more about you and just even your story mm -hmm. and how what the enemy tried to do for harm that the Lord definitely had a purpose. Amen. We'd love to hear that. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You want me to start from the beginning? Okay. Well, um, basically... Long, and we were yeah. saying earlier, we're like, the, your beginning, <laughs> you, you have more in your life yeah. than I've had in, in, in mine, and I'm almost twice your age. So, yes. <laughs> so, start from the beginning, Miss Maggie. Sure, sure. Uh, so, long story short, I guess I'll try to bring it down as much as possible, but my mom... Uh, I'm a quadruplet, and I have three brothers. Which is so fun. Yes, so much fun. Uh, three brothers, for sure, no sisters. Um, my mom, when she was, when she had all four of us, all mm. the doctors told her to, to multifetal reduction, to choose multifetal reduction, which is aborting two of the children. Mm. And if she had, it would have been me and my brother, Brian. Who um, would have been aborted. Yes, who would have been wow. aborted. Uh, and that was for the ability to save the two other lives, right yeah. two, the other two lives or my mother's life just mm -hmm. basically making it a smoother pregnancy she mm -hmm. was ex very high risk uh, and back in 1995 it was not common to have right, quadruplets at the same time no right. not at all so nobody was really used to that mm -hmm. nobody really knew exactly what to do or what dialogue to bring into the conversation about mm -hmm. that so that was all they knew to do mm -hmm. um, and I'm very lucky uh, that God intervened in that situation. Amen. So basically what happened was they were truly and sincerely considering going through with the abortion. They just mm -hmm. didn't know what else to do, but they didn't want to. And so there was a lot of guilt and shame that went into that. Uh, but the church was the next day and they thought to themselves, I don't want to go, but we need to. Mm -hmm. That's home. Uh, and so they went the next day and the pastor, and the night before I should preface, they said to God, um, I just wish that you would answer our prayer verbally. What do we do? What do wow. we do? Hmm. And the next day they went to church and the pastor got up on stage and interrupted worship and said, there's a couple out here making a life or death decision and you know what to do. Wow. And that's to choose life. That's incredible. Yeah. When, you, when we pray, mm -hmm. God answers. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. And I'm so glad because from that moment on, they knew that God was speaking to them and that they needed to keep us. And God just ordained every step along the way from that point on for the pregnancy to go smoothly, for mm. the right doctors to come into the mix. We were all born in the same minute. Minute, Our doctor who had delivered us had just gotten back from kidney surgery, from life-saving wow. kidney surgery. So after his surgery, he hadn't even recovered for an hour and came in and delivered us. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so we are goodness. very blessed that God just let everything out exactly how it needed to play out so that we were all born healthy and, and whole. So where, so where do you fall in the family line? I'm second, okay. Brian is first, I'm second, then Tyler, then CJ. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Yes. So I'm sure there was never a dull moment in your home. No, no, and there are home videos to prove it. Oh, there I'm sure. There was mass chaos all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, even for you to think about the story, how you knew that you would have been one of the ones mm -hmm. yeah. to have God call right. your parents out. And that was something that has always 
resonated with me. When my mom told us a story, we were a little bit older, mm -hmm. um, but she thought it was really important as, for us to know, at least at a, at a formative age. Uh, so we were young, but old enough to, to hear it. Mm -hmm. And when she said that God had verbally spoken and answered that prayer, I knew from that, from that as a young kid, um, not knowing what that meant, but as I've gotten older, just looking back to it, uh, especially when different events would happen in my life, mm. just thinking back to that as encouragement, mm. thinking it was, God thought it was important enough yes. in that moment mm. to give my parents a verbal answer. Not everybody gets that mm -hmm. from God. So I'm really blessed and really thankful that they heard mm that verbal answer from God. Mm -hmm. and, and for him to think it was important enough to, to speak that message, mm -hmm. there must be, and in my head this is what I told myself all these years, when hard things happened, when my mom was diagnosed with cancer, when I thought I was facing all these different trials, there is a purpose in my life. Mm -hmm. God thought it was that important. Mm -hmm. My purpose, Brian's purpose, mm -hmm. Tyler's purpose, CJ's purpose, that he spoke out so that we would be alive. Yeah. That, that he's the giver of life, mm -hmm. and so that that you all, uh, I mean, you're you're now in your 20s, and uh, obviously mm -hmm. your siblings, some are 15 seconds younger, some 15 <laughs> seconds right. older, but uh, that you, I mean, you were born into community, yeah. mm -hmm. and what a beautiful yes. picture. Yes, and I've, I've been blessed all around. Uh, two of my brothers, Tyler and CJ, uh, live on the autism spectrum, so mm -hmm. that has not only was I born into community, I was born into diversity. So I have been exposed to so much mm. throughout my entire life that has caused so much sympathy and empathy, uh, learning how to step out of my own perspective and in other mm. people's perspectives to better love them, to better serve them, mm. uh, to learn how to be authentic and, and who I am, mm. to be the best representative for, yes. for myself, for my family, mm -hmm. for my brothers. Well, and even how God has given you a voice. Yes. Right. You know, not just to honor and acknowledge, but also to bring all glory to God. Right, and that's why with that purpose, that story, my mom and my dad choosing to give us that life and mm. having my brothers and their purpose, um, it's so crucial. Mm -hmm. And I just look back to that and think back to that all the time to, mm -hmm. to serve everything that I do. And I know, and how can you not live your life for God, you know, mm -hmm. after the, something like that or after learning about that and letting it root, take root in you, because mm -hmm. it, it didn't when I was 10. Right. right. But now that I'm 20 and I, when you go through a little bit of life, um, not all that there is to go through yet, but a little bit, mm -hmm. it, you know, you look back to that and think, wow, I'm, I'm here for a reason. Yes, so. yes. Amen. So what would you tell somebody who's struggling to find their purpose? I actually, uh, right before I came here, I was talking through that with my brother because he is struggling to find his and he lives with autism and it's Asperger's and Asperger's is such a uh, light version. It's like mm. this, the highest functioning version of autism on the spectrum mm -hmm. that it just, it doesn't feel different, but it's not normal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what my brother Tyler has struggled with uh, so much. And I was telling him that uh, he struggles with his faith, he struggles with all these different things, and I'm like, but your belief is enough, and you know what you believe, mm -hmm. and who you are is enough. And, and that's the biggest thing, is you have to know who you are is enough before you can really uh, rest in your purpose mm -hmm. and live your purpose. Mm -hmm. And that took a really long time for me to come to, even. And I know I'm still young, have a lot more life to live, uh, but in every season, finding who you, who you are in that season and what your purpose is for that season mm -hmm. is, is just crucial mm -hmm. um, 
for those beginning phases at least to, to discovering your purpose. But also, it's not that hard, it's not rocket science. For me, I was very blessed to be born into it. Mm -hmm. My purpose is to serve the disability community. A lot of women uh, treasure Proverbs 31, and it's ironic because I love that whole section about the power of women and, and the godly, the ideal godly woman, but my verses are in Proverbs 31, eight through nine, which is to speak for those who cannot yes. speak for themselves, to, to, mm. to judge righteously and fairly for those who, who can't stand up for themselves. And, and it's not that I, take away the voice of people living with disabilities, they have a voice. It's that I give them a microphone. So any, any influence that I come into, mm -hmm. any title, any uh, representation, any, uh, any influence I get with career, it all goes into serving this community and, and amplifying their needs, what they, what they need in their lives, and, and also helping them share their stories too. That's so good. That is beautiful. And I love how, you know, here the enemy never even wanted you to have a voice. Right. Tried to take you out before you were even even had a chance to be born. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and now one of your life's purpose is to give others a voice. And not Absolutely. just a voice, but, but a microphone to be amplified. Yes. And that's uh, just Absolutely. speaking up for those that maybe others aren't speaking up for. Mm -hmm. And that's just beautiful. And that's the heart of, of Jesus. Yeah, it is. It really and Satan is. does not want people to know their purpose mm -hmm. and he does not want people to be happy and that's something that i've seen played out in tyler i mean he just because he lives with autism does not mean he is not capable of amazing and incredible things mm -hmm. we constantly reinforce his re, reinforce his gifts to him mm -hmm. and i i constantly do because i feel like god's given me this ability to see what people are good at and I love to encourage people mm -hmm. and I love just sending them that message or or pulling them aside and being like you are incredible at this you need to like go into this and I've seen people actually go into those different career fields or mm -hmm. just be fueled by it mm -hmm. right who are already in those career fields mm -hmm. and I'm just you know I know that my brother is going to to do amazing things, even if it takes whatever influence I come into to projecting him in up there with me. Mm -hmm. yes. Because I, to, I like to, I love the story of Esther. What a lot of people don't know about that book is it's 11 chapters and about half of it, a little less than half of it is of Esther's story, but the rest of it is Mordecai's mm -hmm. story. Mm -hmm. And Mordecai did amazing things for God. And when I look at Tyler, mm -hmm. I see a Mordecai, mm -hmm. you know, and I believe that God has called me to be that Esther, to mm -hmm. bring that Mordecai into the position that, mm -hmm. that he's been given. And that's what I love to do for multiple people on that spectrum or in any sort of disabled uh, condition. No, that's really good. I know that's one of the beautiful. things that Carrie and I were absolutely delighted, you know, even hearing your story and you know how the enemy tried to shut out your voice and to realize that you also have a beautiful gift. Uh, yes. <laughs> I wonder if we could, we could, uh... Yeah, I, um, I'm not warmed up. Well, and it's the type of gift that um, yeah. Patty and I were not blessed with. Well, I mean, I guess I can't speak for you, but I wasn't blessed right. with. But it's also the kind of gift that you don't even really need a microphone for. No, do you? you don't. Opera is one of those those gifts that you are not supposed to sing with a microphone. Right. It will blow out everyone's ears. But um, <laughs> I've been blessed with, with the gift of, of just music and creativity. Uh, I, that was fostered in my family. Uh, generations of musicians, mm. singers, uh, all kinds of wonderful people in our family who have done that. But I went off to college and studied opera. So, wow. so does that mean that we're going to get a little taste? Yes, yes. Would you Don't like you all want a taste? <laughs> Would you like me to? Let's do it. Okay, okay. 
let me, I'll just sing a little riff uh, just for fun. Um, Considering beautiful. the enemy wanted to snuff you out, right. Right. you have a beautiful voice, not just for what the Lord has called you to, but for other people. Thank you. What a beautiful mm -hmm. testimony. Yes. yes. God is so good, and yeah. He's so faithful no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, Satan, when you're on the brink of doing something good, when mm -hmm. you're on the brink of sharing your story and letting that be used for God's purpose, and to bring life and hope mm -hmm. into people. Mm -hmm. uh, I was telling the same thing to my brother, and I think it can resonate with anybody. Um, Satan's going to do everything he can mm -hmm. to bring you down. Mm -hmm. He's going to uh, try to steal your voice. He'll try to take you out. He'll right. try to bring you into a place of anxiety or depression or sadness or distraction. Mm -hmm. And uh, that just means if Satan's messing with you, then God's on the brink of doing something big yeah. and to not be discouraged by it mm -hmm. because if he's messing with you, then, then God is using you mm -hmm. and he's scared. Mm. And that's powerful. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. And I love that you brought up the story of Esther because really Esther had a choice yeah. and she had to use her voice. She and, and and she was she was a little afraid for her life, right? But right. she had she had a choice yeah. to make. And and also you brought up Mordecai. Um, Mordecai used his voice to speak up for the king because he mm -hmm. overheard a plot of people trying mm -hmm. to kill the king. And yeah. so in both of those uh, situations, we see how God used their voice right. to save lives. Yes. And so I love how your your parents heard through a pastor mm -hmm. and so the using God used his voice, pa yes. that pastor's voice. Yes. And then through that, my parents made that choice of life. Right. Mm -hmm. And they gave voice to their story to us, which mm -hmm. gave me a voice to my story and my purpose, and Brian and his purpose, mm -hmm. and Tyler and his purpose, and CJ and his purpose. Beautiful. Yes, and it's it will beautiful. impact generations to come. It will. Yes, it will. It will, because I, I just think that it's big enough. Uh, mm -hmm. God think, knows it's big enough, and Satan knows that it's big enough, mm -hmm. that he will do anything he can to stop those millions, yes. thousands, whatever lives that will be impacted mm -hmm. by that story. No, and just the gift of choosing life. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's, that can be scary. I, I will never pretend to understand that worry or that concern mm -hmm. or that fear because I don't. Um, and I get asked this all the time in interviews, but my mom, she was the one who went through that. Mm -hmm. So yes. when I, I, I ask her all the time or when we talk and have those discussions, I'm like, Mom, how are you feeling in that? How, how did you have peace? Mm -hmm. And uh, she was born and raised in, in a good, loving Christian home. But beyond that, you just don't know what to do. You've mm -hmm. never been faced with that choice before right but she just had a little faith you know mm -hmm. and you got to hold on to faith in mm -hmm. those scary situations whether it's in that that choice that my mom had to make right or any choice where you're facing something scary or stepping out in faith to do anything mm -hmm. whether that's starting a company it can be any kind of of leap of faith but right. you know when you approach it with a positive mindset or what could happen yes. what could go right instead of all that could go wrong because all the odds were stacked against my mom. Mm -hmm. But she, she took that leap of faith and mm -hmm. chose life. Now that's so amazing even how uh, she allowed her community to speak yes. into her life. Yes. Right. Not just going to church, but she was able to listen and hear. Right. 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 And, and she, believe. Yeah, exactly. And, and trust. And, and then act upon it, right? Because mm -hmm. we can, um, I think as women of faith, we can, we can hear the truth. We can hear 
um, God's voice, we can read his word, but then acting upon it, you know, because even in the story of Esther, remember Mordecai said, you know, perhaps you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. You can basically, he was saying, you can either speak you up, you've got a choice, mm -hmm. or, and if you don't choose, it, it won't go well with you, but God will use somebody else, yes. right? And so I think that's just such a beautiful, um, a beautiful thought that we are all given a voice for a reason, mm -hmm. and we have choices each day. And so, yeah. Patty and I want to say, as 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 women, uh, you know, more the than the older generation, the older generation, <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're like, how did that happen? Yeah. That you, you know, you will have many more opportunities mm -hmm. to use your voice in song, to use your voice to speak up um, for really, those really that to bring life, to bring life, mm -hmm. and to speak up for those that maybe others aren't listening to, but mm -hmm. that you're giving them a voice as well, right. which is beautiful. Right. And so, I mean, we're, I mean, we're just getting goosebumps, just thinking about all that the Lord is going to do for you. And you. we're like, oh, we're just sitting back Thank going, you. oh yeah. I mean, I have a lot of dreams from it. And of course, my, when I tell people all the things that I want to do, they're like, okay, choose one and <laughs> go for it. But for me, I, you know, I'd love to be an opera singer and go sing or perform somewhere, but mm -hmm. I'm doing that already. Uh, serving veterans and singing performances for them. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'd love to run for political office. I'd love to be an attorney. And But it's all to serve. It's all of that mm -hmm. is to go back and use that stage, to use that influence, to, to bring the amplification for that community. Yeah. It all stems back to that. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 31, 8 through 9. Mm -hmm. God put that verse in my heart before I even knew that was my purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's resonated with me ever since. That's, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, and it'll be just really awesome to just see the doors that the Lord will open. And, um, and you know, life is full of twists and turns. And sometimes we think it might be this way, it might be that way. And, mm -hmm. But what I can tell you is you, you were given life for a reason and for a purpose and, um, and to bring glory to the Lord. Yeah. So it'll Thank be you. wonderful to see what he unveils. Very excited. Yes. We'll look forward to it. We'll come hear you sing. Yes, oh, yes, we will. Yes. yes, we will. Yeah, and I'm just amazed at uh, just with with opera that you. I don't know. Typically, is it in a more of an amplification area where you don't have to have the microphone, but it's mm -hmm. a certain setting. Yeah, How does that yeah. Work? So there is a, a, an acoustic resonance okay, to the most of the know, I don't know the, the the wording here. Acoustic. I love it. It okay. sounds fancy, but it's just it's not. It's truly not. I mean, it's in theaters. You know, right. we go if you go to the Tulsa Performing Arts Center, it's like a theater like that. Um, they're very resonant, and mm -hmm. it takes a certain technique mm -hmm. and part of the voice to really flourish in those in those environments. And that's what opera singers are taught to do. They're taught to amplify beyond a microphone, which is super fun. It's very hard. But it is fun because people are amazed by that, yeah. and it's cool to see the wonder and, and awe in people's mm -hmm. on people's faces because very very lightly you can see it out in the audience. Yes. So well, really what cool. a gift! We'll look forward to even watching the Lord unfold your future and yes. just even fulfilling yeah. the dreams and purposes and destiny mm -hmm. that He has over your life that will impact so many people. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yes. And yeah. I stand in agreement yes. With that. We, we are. We are too. And and what I love hearing you say, but just the amplification and you use the word that you were taught that right. You had to, there was a training in that, and so even with you giving voice to others and helping others have their voice amplified, that there's there's going to be even a a teaching. Um, of that upon other people, you know, for you to be able to give other people voice, you're going to have to, to help maybe right some wrongs and uh, pave some ways for those things to happen. And so it's going to be yeah. exciting to just even see how the Lord will use you to help teach others 
to have a different mindset. And it is a team effort. Um, yeah. I always talk about like inclusion and advocating is a team effort. You can't do it on your own. No. You can't do anything in life no. on your own. Uh, but for and me, you know that from the beginning, yes. right? You were <laughs> the three you, brothers. Yeah, born with my team. <laughs> right. you, you never got mom and dad just to yourself. There was no. like, you know, within maybe 12 seconds, your older brother did, you know. Yeah, so, right, yes. right. Yeah, yeah he, he always talks about that moment um, right. and jokes about it. But yeah, uh, I was born into my tribe, my team. Yes. And it's different than what other people's teams and tribes and families look like. But I wouldn't trade it for anything. Mm -hmm. um, when I look at my family and I think, man, that's so cool that God gave me this family to be born into. I was bo He chose this family for me to be in. Yeah. And I look around at other people and I'm like, he chose you to be in your family and mm -hmm. you to be in your family. Whether that looks good or maybe you came from a family of pain, there's purpose in all of it. Yeah. There's purpose in all of it. And sometimes you find uh, your community, your family isn't even blood relatives. Sometimes right. you find that um, if you're fostered or adopted, there's, I mean, there's a beautiful round of that. My parents actually went through adoption processes before they chose the fertility route with us. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's really cool um, because the amount of times that they went through adoption processes that fell through equaled out to how many kids they ended up having. Oh, so beautiful. it's just like, it's amazing wow. how God works. It's yes. so crazy. He's so good. <laughs> what a beautiful yeah, surprise. Yes, yeah, he is so good. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I hope we can do this in another five years or, or maybe sooner, but to be able to say, wow, it'll be interesting to just see all the different opportunities that the Lord has for you to uh, not only use your voice, but to help others use their voice as well and help Absolutely. amplify others. And um, so, uh, so we look forward to it. What a delight. We loved it. Thank you. We also appreciate you joining us here at iRefresh. And whether you're watching us on YouTube or the, listening to the podcast, we want to encourage you to subscribe to iRefresh.net. This is a beautiful community of believers who look for ways to encourage each other to walk together in the ways of the Lord.